Hello world and welcome to, yes, the 10th Hello World show so far today on Wednesday. I'm Dean Bryan and I'm joined here by my co-host, Amy Boyd. How are you, Amy? Very good, very good. 10th show, like you said, so uh, let's make this one a special one. I know it feels like yesterday that this started, but it was 10 yesterdays ago, right? So <laughs> we've got a jam-packed show today. And you're right, we've got 30 minutes jam-packed full of some interesting content to share. Um, what have we got in store? We've got, uh, we're going to review our audience challenge from yesterday with Jeremiah. I'm excited about that to see what the audience had to say. Um, you'll be joining Jay around Azure Fun Bites to talk around about that show. So that's really exciting. Uh, I'll be joining Kayla to talk about WinDevBox and some cool stuff around the Windows Terminal. Uh, which some some new shiny stuff that Kaylee's going to be showing us. So I'm excited to see that. Um, and then lastly, you'll be talking to Shiva, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm going to be talking to Shiva. She's going to join us and talk a little bit about Microsoft Include and what it is. So excited for that. Nice. But I guess um, first we need to talk about the, the big event that happened last week, right? Yeah, it's not a Hello World show at the moment if we're not talking about Ignite. So we had Ignite last week, at Microsoft Ignite from the 2nd to the 4th of March. Um, do not fret if you missed Ignite or you were just super busy, you can actually catch on all of the on-demand videos at docs.microsoft.com slash events. Highly recommend going there. Um, I know I caught a few different things. I still have some stuff to catch up on. Um, and so this web page is your access to everything. Um, we also, Dean, yesterday we had Christina Warren and she came on and did the This Week in Channel 9 show in five minutes. It was very impressive um, and did a lot of Ignite highlights. And so one of the things I actually had to note them down. I'm going to have to read them. We've got, she mentioned Project Bicep. She mentioned Power FX. She mentioned Power Automate Desktop, which has gone free. She mentioned some Visual Studio as well as Windows Terminal updates. As we said, we've got Kayla, so we'll get a nice little recap there. But I wanted us to very quickly cover what is uh, one of your exciting highlights, Dean, from Ignite. So for me, you know, Amy, I'm all about security, right? So uh, some of the stuff around Azure Sentinel and security operations I thought was pretty cool. They actually launched something where now Azure Sentinel integrates with Microsoft Defender. So if you're investigating a security instance for like a user or um, a particular asset like a machine, you can kind of dive into that within Defender right from Azure Sentinel. So you use Sentinel as like your bird's eye view and then you can dive in. And it has like this really cool bi-directional sync. So if you then close out a ticket in Defender, it then does all the, all the magic for you up in Sentinel. It's all kind of linked and synced together. So some really cool excitements around Sentinel. If, if anyone watches into security, Sentinel's awesome. Uh, I love it, as you can probably tell, uh, and there's some cool stuff there. But what about you? Uh, for me, one of the things that um, Christina didn't get a chance to measure mention was Azure Percept, which is, I always think, the combination of the intelligent cloud and the intelligent edge. And it obviously relates to AI. That's why I was most excited about it. So you have the Azure Percept DK. So it's a it's a device that's ready to go and uh, it makes it really pilot ready for any of your IoT AI projects. But then there's also like audio, video, and a whole studio that you can use around that as well. So Azure Percept is definitely something you want to look at. Love that, love that. And there's one final bit of news which is really exciting, which is hot off the press and came today, is that. Today, uh, Microsoft, or more specifically Xbox, I guess, um, officially completed the acquisition of uh, ZeniMax Media, who own uh, the parent company of Bethesda Softworks. 
Um, and I know you like a bit of gaming, Amy. So um, this, this includes all eight of their studios. Um, and people will be familiar with some of the games out of these studios, such as Doom, Dishonored, Fallout, uh, The Elder Scrolls, and Prey. So some really exciting games that are now becoming part of the Xbox family. So exciting to see that kind of partnership that we've had with them for years continue and evolve as they become part of the family. Fantastic. Uh, so as always for headlines and news, if you want to see any of the links about things that we've talked about, go to aka.ms slash hello world. Um, and up next, we had a challenge yesterday from Jeremiah. So Dean, uh, why don't you tell us and go and speak with Jeremiah about it? Yeah, welcome Jeremiah to the show. Uh, really excited to um, have you here as always each week. Um, what, what have we got in store? So this was a good one. Uh, as always, on Tuesday, we ask the audience a question and we ask them to give us their stories about a specific Microsoft tech. And this week was Azure uh, Active Directory. And so we asked the question, because Active Directory can do almost anything, like people will use it for everything. And we wanted to see just what's the weirdest story that you have about Active Directory. And we got four, well, three and a half really good ones. So. If we take a look here at the first one uh, was from a gentleman named Ernst and, and he said that his craziest story was that time I realized Active Directory integrated DNS zones, right? One of those services that have been kind of added into Active Directory over time means you can't just delete a zone from an Active Directory server and then expect it to repopulate from the rest of them. Um, realizing that that uh, replication is bi-directional and as soon as you deleted it, it was gone everywhere. Wow. Uh, and in this case, I believe he had something like 15,000 records that were in there for multiple sites. And yeah, um, backup media is your friend. Uh, don't forget about backing up your your Active Directory DNS zones as well. So yeah, change uh, control, peer reviews, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Right? Yeah, that, that, that's an oops right there. So if we move on to the second one, uh, we had uh, someone over on Reddit goes by the handle of binary blog said that his craziest story was arguing against a plan to send all of the active directory passwords to a third party they wanted to protect against in case active directory authentication broke down and they did that the the plan was to do that by manually syncing the entire active directory uh set of usernames and passwords to an external provider so that people could authenticate externally. And I know that the security person in you is absolutely freaking out about packaging up that entire set of user credentials. I'm trying inside now, Jeremiah. I'm trying yes. Inside. Yes. And so the third one that we had, I think was probably my favorite where we had uh, Rogue Bogey over on Twitter tell me that he knows a customer that, that uses Active Directory to store customer accounts. So they have 70 million customers and every time you go to this website and you create a user account they're using active directory as the back end for that so it's this combination of authentication database and crm and black magic and who knows what else to make this work but just the idea of 70 million user accounts inside active directory being used and hit against from a web front end by people creating an account for services just kind of blows my mind. So, so this is like proper Active Directory, not like Active Directory B2C, which is designed for that, right? This is like traditional Active Directory. Yes, this is like install the Active Directory domain services on a Windows server and away we go. And yeah, so uh, Active Directory, lots of flexibility, lots of capability, lots of ability to get yourself in trouble. Um, the last one and, and the one that made me laugh the most 
uh, was absolutely categorically not said by Christina Warren. Um, and we're just going to leave that one up there for a second, because I think of all of them, like some of them scared me. Some of them, uh, some of them surprised me. This one, this one just made me laugh. So again, absolutely did not come from Christina Warren. Don't, don't reach out to her about it at all. Um, but I, I think of all of the active direct, all of the active directory horror stories. Uh, this is one that's probably most top of mind for people. Yeah. Don't, um, yeah, patch your active directory, folks. <laughs> exactly. There are patches out there. Feel free to reach out to your friendly exchange admin and make sure those are in place. So with that, again, this segment is so much fun to talk to the audience and to hear their stories about the products that we look at every day, the products that we try to help customers uh, use every day. Uh, for all of you who participated, everybody who sent me DMs, everybody who jumped into Discord, uh, everybody who uh, texted me to let me know just some of the amazing things that you've seen Active Directory do, we definitely appreciate it. Uh, if you want to learn more about Active Directory and Azure Active Directory and comparing them and where they make sense, uh, we've got a link that we'll throw up here on the screen. It's aka dot uh, ms slash hello world challenge week three and uh, any of the resources that we have out there we would love to answer questions for folks we'd love for you to dig in and see a little bit about the flexibility just try to stay away from the horror stories nice well thank you so much jeremiah and i hope everybody enjoys the challenge next week and gets involved too uh amy i want to welcome back amy i know that we don't have uh favorites on this show right but i know you really wanted to do the next segment around azure fun bites because the topic's pretty close to your heart right it is indeed so let's chat with jay about azure fun bites hey everybody hello world how are you hey jay thank you so much for joining us again and uh let's get straight in there number sure. one what are you here to talk to us about jay well you know uh, as always, I love to talk about Azure Fun Bites. It's it's where you get uh, an opportunity to learn uh, every Thursday at 11 a.m. on the West, 2 p.m. on the East, uh, about the different products and services that make up the fundamentals that build Azure. And every week I get an opportunity to talk to a guest. I uh, I answer questions from the audience, and I, I try to make sure that we, we get a really big view of the different subjects. And Amy, I, I picked a subject this week, like you said, that I know is, is near and dear to your heart. Um, and it's, it's machine learning. I, I know how much uh, you love machine learning. Um, and, and one of the things that I'm going to do uh, with my guest is, is look into how developers can really get the most out of their data uh, using predictive services, getting uh, deep, deep information uh, through machine learning. And Amy, I don't really know a ton about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, no, I was going to say fundamentals of everything, right? It's so important because the fundamentals just give you that basic enough understanding to build architectures like even though I love machine learning and so this is absolutely up my alley one of the things that I am like not as always as um good at is I know like networking or something like that and so actually learning a little bit about it though always helps with that whole end-to-end -end architecture so anyone in developer should look into machine learning as well so this is such a a good example and I, I, I know your guests as well, really well. I'm actually on a show yeah. with him tomorrow. <laughs> my, my guest is so wonderful. He's going to help me along the way. I, I 
like I said, I'm not the strongest around machine learning. I'm an ops person. I've come from that ops mm. community. And, and so what I really wanted to do is, is find someone that I know has some real world uh, use cases out there that can really give us some ideas on, on how to just get uh, machine learning working, uh, even if it's just at the very, very basic level. And so he and I will, like I said, take questions, uh, look into what exactly we can do. I know he's got some Kubernetes goodness in there. And and let's put it this way. Everybody nowadays, we love us some Kubernetes. And so it's always Everyone wants to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and so the fact that we can integrate uh, models into our AKS clusters is, is really huge. But, and you know what, Amy, I mean, I, yeah. I, I've been looking at this, you know, I've mm. been looking at this and I've been looking at a whole bunch of the other stuff around, um, Azure, uh, machine learning. And, and here's what I got. You could tell me if I'm right. A sure. model's kind of like a program, uh, it's saved after running an algorithm against a set of data and kind of gives us an idea of what predictions can be made with our data. So a model is kind of like a, our data and the information gleaned from that data. Uh, can you tell me, do I have anything close to my the right answer here? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, right? Every machine learning model is powered by data and data is obviously so valuable uh, because it can make things like powerful machine learning models. But also you make a really good point and kind of like when you package that up though, it's not like a magical unicorn. It, it is just a function or a, an executable in some senses where you pass it some data like an API and you get uh, mm -hmm. some kind of probability back. So it's never an answer, right? It's always a probability um, in most cases. But uh, yeah, absolutely love that. It's definitely something that, um, that developers will understand, right? And actually, personally, I think we really need a lot of software engineering talent in the machine learning space as well. Um, if you have data scientists, they are not experts at the long running, amazing uh, software engineering um, situations that we have currently and processes. So we need these two audiences to, uh, to mingle. <laughs> Awesome. Well, you know what? We're going to try to talk to both of these types of audiences. And so um, you can join me, like I said, every Thursday, uh, 11 a.m. on the West, 2 p.m. on the East. Uh, make sure you, you head to uh, aka.ms slash learn TV. Uh, that's where you can find up everything. Uh, find out everything. So now I, I know, Amy, you got some more interesting stuff. And I believe we're at WinDevBox time now, right? We are, we are. Thank you so much, Jay. Everyone do join Jay tomorrow for Azure Fun Bites here on Learn TV. Uh, but up next, we have Kayla. Kayla needs no introduction. She is a program manager on the Windows Terminal team. And Dean, you're going to quiz her, I think, all about Windows Terminal. <laughs> Thanks, Amy. Hey, Kayla, welcome to the show. Great to have you here again. Hey, I'm excited to talk about Windows Terminal 1.7 today. Yeah, exciting. Uh, it feels like, sorry, I was just going to say, it feels like every time we have like a major event, like your team are just crushing it. It's like, oh, there's new stuff <laughs> in the terminal like every single time. So uh, yeah, share with us what's new. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll pull up, I have some slides here that'll show off some new features. So we did make the settings UI default in Windows Terminal Preview 1.7. So when you click the settings button in the drop down, it will be default. And we also added some two large features to the entire functionality of Terminal. So the first is some new windowing behavior. So I'll show a quick GIF here of what 
that winnowing behavior looks like. So typically when you type WT in terminal, you'll get a new window that shows up. So this is the default behavior that we had before 1.7, but now we've added new settings to this. So if I go into my settings, you'll see I have the new instance behavior setting. If I click attach to the most recently used window, I can now decide that my new instances of terminal will launch inside the current window. So WT just now launched a new tab in my terminal rather than creating a new window. And this also works in the start menu. So if you launch terminal from the start menu, you'll also get it in your new window. So that's uh, just some new functionality for windowing, but it, it opens the door to a ton of new features that we wanna lay on top of this. Right, nice. um, Yeah, so those features include like tearing out the tab. Now we know what window you're working with and you can also pick which window you want the new instance to open in. So that's helpful for tab tear out because we can tell you which like window ID is which and then that helps us add that functionality later on. And it also helps with quake mode. We're working on quake mode right now um, to get that window popping down from the top of your screen as well. So this is just some new underlying architecture that gets you one step closer to those new features that we're trying to come out with. Um, I love that we're like shipping new, or we're, you're, not me, you're shipping <laughs> Uh, new stuff, but they're getting new stuff while it's also building good foundations for future development too. I love that. Yeah, exactly. And that kind of leads us into the next piece, which is the JSON fragment extension. So we just added support for recognizing a JSON file that's not necessarily your settings.json file. So here's a quick GIF of that as well. So in my terminal, I have no customizations. And then here is my fragments folder of Windows Terminal. This is where my extensions will go. And here's what I have. It's got a JSON file and a background image. So in this JSON file, I changed my Ubuntu profile by editing the specific GUID. And then I also add a background image and change some font settings. And then I also add a new profile at the bottom called Cool Profile. So these settings are not currently in my terminal. In my dropdown, I don't have Cool Profile. And my Ubuntu profile doesn't have any customizations in it. Specifically, the background image, there isn't one. So if I take this extension that I have and I put it in my fragments folder, and then I go back into terminal and I'll just hit save on the settings button to refresh my settings, I'll get that background image in Ubuntu. And I'll also get that cool profile in the dropdown that came from this fragment, uh, JSON fragment. So that's how extensions work for now for Windows Terminal, uh, specifically with JSON files. But this opens the door. I know there's a ton of sites that have a bunch of themes for Terminal um, and you can't share them easily without a JSON file. So this is easier for people to share their custom themes with just a JSON file that people can put in their fragments folder. And the same thing goes with different shells. You can, the shell, team can ship a specific customization and then Ubuntu will look like Ubuntu right away by shipping the same fragment. So that's the new stuff for right. JSON fragments. Makes it more extensible, enables the community to kind of share and collaborate on cool stuff. I remember at Build, you were showing me these really cool um, themes that you had in your terminal as well. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> so yeah. I guess the question is like, where do people go to learn more about Windows Terminal and, and specifically get their hands on these features? So the best place to go is our doc site. So it's aka.ms slash terminal-docs. And if you want to get terminal, it's at slash terminal. And then terminal preview, you can get at slash terminal-preview. So all the new features I just showed are in preview, and they'll move to stable uh, next month. Awesome. Love it. So thank you so much, Kayla, for sharing all that 
great newness and new stuff with us today. Um, I can't wait to try it all out. Uh, Amy, over to you to talk to us with Shiva about all things Microsoft include. Nice one. Thank you for that handover. Yes, we are bringing on Shiva. Shiva is uh, an amazing guest on our show. Hi, Shiva. How are you doing? Hello. Hello. I'm good. Thank you. Great stuff. Just has to comment. Big Harry Potter fan. Love your t-shirt. Um, now we'll get on with what we're actually here to talk about. Um, so tell us a bit more. What is Include and, and why we should we uh, get involved? I am super excited about sharing with you the details of a free global and a digital event specifically focused on diversity and inclusion, which is actually one of the core focus areas of Microsoft, and that's Include 2021. It is an opportunity to basically accelerate the diversity and inclusion journey in our company and to engage our ecosystem. So what we do is we bring together some of the top academic minds and third-party experts in the DNI space, gain insights about how we can drive systemic and individual change and share stories from our communities around the world. Amazing, amazing. God, that's kind of a, a first of its kind, I'm assuming, of an event. So it sounds really exciting. Um, who should attend? Is it, is it for everyone? Is it for developers specifically or? Um, actually, that's a great question. Include 2021 is open to everyone who is looking to better understand individual and organizational changes that basically drive diversity and inclusion. So the content will focus on workplace, it will cross industries and roles. Uh, we have two days of the event, March 17th, which is open to all employees and the general public, and March 18th, which is open to Microsoft employees only. I do want to call out, Amy, that all the attendees must be 18 years of age or older to attend Include 2021. No, no, that's, that's a really good point to share. Um, and I guess, like, can I just, like, invite friends and family? It sounds like it's so open. It's so useful for everyone because everyone uses tech, right? Yes, definitely. And thanks for asking that. Uh, include actually is our opportunity to ponder and talk about diversity and inclusion nuances like micro messages, intersectionality, gender, allyship, privilege and identity, all of those good things. And you know, topics like covering up your real self and addressing demands around you to minimize parts of yourself just to fit in. We go through all of these situations I mean, at some point in our lives, but we barely talk about this or take a step back to understand how to address these. At Include, together, we will all reflect on a collective diversity and inclusion journey so far and commit to the work that still needs to come. We have a fantastic topic lineup in the schedule and an area of expert speakers from ACLU, World Bank, Mindset Works, Ivy League professors, and many more. And basically, Include 2021 will welcome attendees at 8 a.m. Pacific time on Wednesday, followed by the opening executive keynote by none other than the Microsoft CEO, CEO Satya Nadella, to kick off the full day of experiences and learning. Uh, basically, Microsoft employees, interns, anybody out there can participate on day one. And um, for the day two, anybody who works at Microsoft basically can participate in that. What's more, and to answer your question about the personal contacts, Include basically offers a customized invite also. So you can actually go onto the Include website, download that customized invite, and just forward it to your personal contacts. I would actually. Really cool. 
Yeah, I would actually encourage you to check out the schedule in advance as well uh, and decide the sessions because it's going to be a live event and it's going to be broadcast for extended hours just to cater to our global audience. Oh, nice. So, yeah, I'm over here in the UK. You said 8 a.m. Pacific. I work a lot with this Pacific time zone, so I know immediately that's my 4 p.m. So that's kind of wrapping up my day. Um, so that's really, really good, actually, to know that, you know, it, it will be extended for all those different audiences. Uh, I always appreciate that being across the pond. Yeah, uh, I do want to call out, Amy, one important thing that we have added new features such as the American Sign Language interpretation and the audio description to our digital event platform just to make it accessible, which is super important to us. Great stuff. Fantastic. So you've told us so much about it, but what we want people to do is go do right now. So can you tell us where do they need to go? Yes, folks, please visit the registration site, which is register.include2021.microsoft.com. And you can find all the information about MS Include 2021 at aka.ms/msinclude. Thanks, Amy. Nice. Thank you so much for joining us, Shiva. Thank you for explaining and really getting us excited for that event. I, I definitely, I'm actually already signed up. I was going to say, I'm going to go and sign up. I'm, well, I'm signed up. I'm, I'm ready to go. So I will see you there next Wednesday. See ya. All right. Thank you so much, Shiva. Um, Dean, that's it. We've, we've come to the end of the show. What are we, like 25, 26 minutes in at this point? Wow. Feels like, feels like seconds ago we, we were kicking off. I know, it just goes in a flash. Whereas, well, to be honest, it's like when I'm on TikTok and I just lose hours of my life. So <laughs> I'm guilty. used to this. this not guilty. Not guilty. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, let's, let's bring on finally and just very quickly recap uh, some of the amazing guests that we had. So as everyone knows, the first things first, if you need anything to do with anything that we've spoken about on this show, any previous shows, any future shows, everything about Hello World, go to aka.ms slash Hello World. Uh, we have all the links, all the tips and tricks, all the great stuff. Um, Dean, do you want to run us through some of our guests? Yeah, we're going to bring them back on. Mm -hmm. Let's bring back some of our guests so we can kind of uh, can see what the, uh, share what their actions are, what the kind of next oh. steps are for all of the people that are listening to them. So let's start with Jay. What's, um, what's your, what do people, what do you want to share with people before we close out today? Just come on over to uh, Azure Fun Bites on Twitter to always get all the information about the most recent shows at Azure Fun Bites. It's very difficult to miss because it's the exact words. <laughs> Love it. And, uh, and, and Kayla, you, you just shared the links, but just remind everybody where they can find out more about Windows Terminal. Uh, AKA.ms slash terminal will get you to the app and slash terminal dash docs will get you to all of our documentation. And if you have any questions about Terminal, how it works, any new settings or features, you can always send me a tweet and I'll be sure to tweet you back. <laughs> nice, awesome, thank you. And, and Shiva, I'm super excited about Include. Like, I just learned a whole ton about it. I'm gonna go and sign up as soon as this finishes. So um, yeah, tell us, tell us exactly how, remind us exactly how people do that. Yes, Dean, come over to the bright side. So go <laughs> and sign up at aka.ms slash msinclude. <laughs> Awesome. Check that out. And um, it wouldn't be live TV without one of our wonderful guests not being here. Jeremiah's internet has just gone down at home. So bye from Jeremiah uh, for all of us. Uh, and You know, uh, Dean, when you do it, you do it live, right? Exactly. Right. <laughs> and I just wanted to remind everyone for Jeremiah that don't forget there'll be another audience challenge and you need to join the show on Tuesday next week to find out what the challenge is. And we'll be reviewing them on this show 
next Wednesday. Fantastic. And uh, just finally, as you know, aka.ms slash hello world. I just wanted to remind you, if any of you are like me and you're ruled by your calendar, and if it's not in your calendar, you don't do it, we do actually also have a calendar available. Uh, so if you go to aka.ms slash hello world, uh, you will also find that there if that helps you keep in touch with us. And we hope you join us again. Tomorrow, uh, Frank and Nitya will be hosting. So definitely join us for that. Uh, and I guess the only other thing to say is stay tuned here on Learn TV if you want to find out a little bit more about career switcher stories, uh, which is coming up next. Awesome. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Yo, right, take see you later. You're not doing the wave. <laughs>